Hello and welcome to the NFL What If podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar. Recording from Baltimore, Maryland, today we'll be going over what if RG3 never got injured. Alright, so news today is mostly just free agents. So you want to start us off with the quarterbacks that have been recently traded? Um, yes, I would. Um, so the uh, most recent quarterback to be traded um, is actually Matt Ryan. Uh, he was traded from the uh, Atlanta Falcons to the Indianapolis Colts. So as for now, um, the Colts have found their quarterback neck for this uh, year. Yeah, and that definitely uh, leaves a pretty big gap on where is Baker Mayfield going to go? Definitely. Um, I think Carolina has expressed interest, but uh, I believe they're no longer expressing interest in him. He has to go somewhere. You can't let, and we're going to get to this in about, five minutes maybe but you can't let marcus mariota go to a team and not baker mayfield definitely um i think we see him in one of two places either seattle or um i mean he doesn't really fit there right now just because uh they're in rebuild mode um but i mean that might be his only option either that or the uh, usfl which is launching in a few it'd actually kind of be funny to see or him. it's possible yeah that would actually be really funny and wasn't another option he stays with the Browns and just backs up Deshaun Watson? Uh, that was one of the options, but, I mean, he's not a backup. I mean, he is starter caliber. I, I just don't understand why the Browns give up on him after a, a bad season. Like, I mean, yeah, he really has done nothing good for the Browns. I mean, he's uh, he would have been their franchise quarterback, but he, he never really, he never brought him to a Super Bowl. He never had great play. I'm not that big of a Baker fan myself, but I think he deserves a starting position somewhere, even when he's still in his prime. Definitely. I feel, and a lot of Browns fans, I think, are actually upset about Watson. Uh, I feel like they think they moved on from Baker, and it was really the Browns' problem, not Baker, which um, yeah, they, I see. They um, personally, in my opinion, they personally moved on way too fast. I think this is like the third straight episode we are talking about Baker. That's that's true. <laughs> uh, so maybe he'll get signed soon. Um, and we were talking about the quarterbacks last episode, and now Matt Ryan's to the Colts. And yeah. Uh, so what are we gonna predict this episode? Um, but they gave up a third round pick. Um, what do you think? Do you think that's good for Ryan? I, um, I'm really not sure. I was I was a bit confused. Like I saw I was in school. I saw the message on my watch. Uh, Matt Ryan. I actually I was in the same class as you. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to the Colts for a third-round pick, and I saw just on the notification, I saw names afterward, and I didn't know if those were players, but no, they were the reporters, and Matt Ryan got traded for a third-round pick. I think he was at least a second round, in my opinion, but he's he's not great. He hasn't been great for the past uh, ever since you, Super Bowl. You, ever since Super Bowl, he hasn't been amazing so i'd understand why he'd be that draft pick but if he really shows up in indianapolis and has a good season then it wasn't worth it you mean it was worth it or it was the the pick uh it wasn't worth it for the falcons to just get a pick out of it yeah matt ryan was uh an mvp in 2016 when he took the falcons to the super bowl um, of course, that's the infamous uh, 28-3 to lead. Uh, people are kind of stretching that because uh, the third-round pick he was trading for was the 82nd overall pick. Third round, 82nd. Turn 82 around, it's 28. 
28 to 3. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, the, so people like to find stretches with that, but um uh I think Matt Ryan could do pretty well, but um that Falcons organization, um of course they just signed their quarterback for the season. We're going to touch on that in a minute. But uh if they were going to get Deshaun Watson, uh there are a few players that would have wanted to go to the Falcons. I think Leonard Fournette was one of the names. And be, just because Deshaun Watson was on the Falcons, they would have went. So they blew like yet another lead, and they didn't haven't even played a game yet. That's that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right, Marcus Mariota. Oh uh, yes. Um, right before we get to the big news of the day, um, just the Falcons signed uh, Marcus Mariota. He was last on seen on the uh, Raiders. Uh, he didn't start any games this season, but um, they, they would use him sometimes. Like I'm gonna be completely honest, I didn't even know he was still in the league. <laughs> He's definitely um I I old. saw him on but he he had he had a good season or he had a good few seasons with the Titans, am I correct? Uh yeah, he get he was um he, he was there before Tannehill. Yeah, he was a Heisman winner, um was really highly recruited out of college or uh, and uh, into the NFL. And um he played well. Remember that um playoff game against the Chiefs where he threw that touchdown pass to himself? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Where it was in a like knockdown and yeah, he, he threw it may have been across the line um Oh yeah, that was for sure across the line. That kind of reminds me of when uh, Andrew Luck fumbled it and picked it up and ran. Yeah, and that was actually that was, was against the Chiefs too. Oh, it's been a rough. Well, we just made days uh, a little more rough for Chiefs fans. Yeah, at least you're not Tom Brady you gets and get the ball patted back to you and try to throw it again. Uh, so the Falcons they uh just resigned Cordell Patterson, their running back. Really good this year. Uh, probably doesn't have a lot left just because of his age. Like he's been around the league for a while. Um, yeah. I would I would not expect the same production from him. But they have uh, tight end Kyle Pitts, who's shown some big promise. But uh, I think one of their leading receivers, like top three receivers, has one career reception. Oh. All right. What about uh Felipe Franks? Uh, he. Did you tell me something? He was like switching positions or something. I think he was um. He was trying out tight end or something. Yeah, like that. I don't think that works. Like, no, I just saw him in like a preseason game, and I thought his name was funny. It's like my name's Frank. Yeah, I kind of want. I kind of want that jersey now. Which one, the Florida Gators jersey or uh, Falcons? Probably the Gators, because I don't like the fuck. Maybe I have cousins in Atlanta. I think they're Ravens fans, though. So. so I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know what that connection's gonna do. Didn't shout out our podcast once on his. Or is that a different guy? Oh, same guy. Yeah. Um, now for the big news of the day. Uh, Just in, Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Dolphins. Yes. Um, he saw how good the AFC West was becoming. Um, he, sorry. Um, he realized he might not be the best receiver there anymore. I think Devontae Adams personal. Just, yeah. Oh, sorry. What are you saying? Uh, I think Devontae Adams is better than Tyreek, and he was out of there, and he also saw Juju was coming to his team. Yeah. Um. Chiefs fans are shivering saying that Juju is now the number one wide receiver, right? Yeah. Oh, I kind of say Kelsey is. Um... But he's not a wide receiver. He's a tight end. Oh, why not? Fucking. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I mean, he's probably going to be like uh, over 200 catches, 2,000 yards. I'm just scared to see Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill on the same team, honestly. Yeah, those guys are fast. Um... And actually, um, for. I saw a stat today that the um 
the four most like the four fastest uh, person has run on a play, like the four fastest times I think since I don't know the date, but um, uh, it goes Tyreek Hill ran like on one of his plays he ran um like twenty two miles per hour. Then Raheem Mostert, who who was a Forty Niners running back, who is now with the um, uh, Dolphins actually. Uh, he ran like almost a twenty two. Then Tyreek Hill and Mostert again. Huh. So that team is built for speed. And um, actually yesterday they signed uh one of the um who was the top re- remaining free agent uh Teron Armstead, a tackle from New Orleans. Right. Uh, so that team is you can expect them to be good. Why is the AFC so good all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's another team that you just added to potential playoff contention. I mean, I... the Chiefs are still there. But um, without, like, that Mahomes-Hill connection was really special. I don't I don't think that the Chiefs are going to... I mean, this is a this is a uh, long stretch, but there's a chance the Chiefs barely make the playoffs. Some people are uh, saying they might not even make the playoffs. Um, and I think... I'm seeing with the the Ravens. I was I was saying last time, oh, they're going to be unstoppable. Or last year, I was saying they're going to be unstoppable with their when they're all healthy. That still may be uh, true, but it's just there's so much more competition now, and it's not like not like players. There's any uh, new or uh, new good players coming out of like the draft or anything. There are, but we just haven't really seen too much of them it's just all of the nfc players that are now going to the afc that are really good players definitely and i feel like this tyree kill trade was so random um they were trying to get a contract and literally like once i got out of school we got out early day because we had testing um i checked and tyree kill like they um, gave him permission to seek a trade i heard the two names dolphins and jets and then like 20 minutes later when i'm running I get a notification that Tyreek Hill has been traded um, to the Dolphins for five picks. Just one first-rounder, like a couple fourths, and a sixth, and a third, I believe. Oh. And a second, I think. Um, that, is, that is a lot of picks, but I, explain explain why. Why would the Chiefs trade their number one receiver? Well, it's about money, too. Um, he right now is the highest-paid receiver, I think, ever. I don't know if that's per year or... Um, I don't know. Cap cap spaces and stuff confuse me. Um, but I mean, they wanted to get come to an agreement, but either Tyreek was asking too much, or they just knew they weren't going to be able to pay him. And that's the problem when um, you bring in so many guys, uh, on big contracts, especially like Patrick Mahomes, who's get paid in ten years, um, half a million or half a billion dollars. Um. And, like, people will criticize uh, Eric DaCosta for not making, like, big moves in free agency. But when um, you make these big moves and sign all these star players to, like, hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars, or whatever it is, um, you're not going to have much uh, cap space left. And when it comes time to sign one of your best players, you have to trade them or release them. Yeah, there's there's only so far you can go with the super team, honestly. I was saying... Uh... Uh, maybe last year I can't really remember that the Chiefs just have so many good players on their team, but when they get better and better, they want more and more money, and you really just can't hold together that team anymore, despite how good they are. Definitely, I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes down for another like uh, nine years. Uh, Kelsey, he's getting older. Like he's the same age of Ro- as Rob Gronkowski, and you see Rob Gronkowski is at, way out of his prime. 
uh, Rob Gronkowski is, of course, a lot more injury prone than Kelsey. You know, I think it's been playing a lot longer. Uh, but it, what do you think uh, the Dolphins, they're in a, not the weakest division, but compared to the AFC, uh, like with the Patriots or Patriots and Bills are their only threats, and I think they're better than the Patriots. And in my opinion on the Dolphins, you can't have that good of wide receivers if you don't have that good of a quarterback arm. Yeah, to um, to to a, I mean, he's a he's a scrambler, right? Uh, I mean, he's kind of a scram- scrambler, but he has a good arm. But he he tends to overthrow. So this is his make or break season. If um he doesn't perform well, it's not like oh it's the offensive line. He doesn't have receivers. If he doesn't play well, it's him. It's yeah, it's gonna be the indicator if Tua's gonna be a uh, franchise quarterback for the Dolphins or not. You can't give a quarterback that. Sorry, that much, and expect them, uh, or a quarterback that many weapons. And, and if he sucks, it, it's his fault. Not have him perform well. That's gonna be. That's gonna decide if he's going to have a starting position on the Dolphins. The Dolphins keep him, or he's gonna uh, bench ride the rest of his career. I feel like the only way, really, um, if you're like a, any team other, like that's not in the AFC North or um West, is the win your division. Uh, definitely. Definitely. So do you think they, like, maybe they can sneak into a wild card, but do you think they can um, win their division, maybe, or make the playoffs at all? They have snuck in a few times into the playoffs, but I think, who else is in their division? Uh, The Patriots, Bills, and Jets. Jets are not a threat. Jets aren't a threat. Bills are going to be good. The Bills are going to be their biggest competitor. Patriots, they're not signing anybody. (laughs) They haven't. I don't think they've done a single thing this free agency other than let guys go. They just lost uh, J.C. Jackson uh, to the Chargers, uh, another AFC team in the West that is going to be really good this year. Yeah, that's another good division, but the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots. This is really the season they need to show up, or are they? Or if they're still trying to find some weapons for. Uh... Um. Yeah, they don't have great receivers, and um. I think this is the third time I've said this, that Belichick's not good at drafting receivers. And he he needs to find these receivers in free agency, and he hasn't done anything right now. How much cap space do they have? Right, can you look that up? Uh, the what? The Patriots. Patriots. I will. And on top of cap space, I'm going to go back to the Falcons Um, as I look this up. Is that, uh, the cap, uh, because of Matt Ryan's contracts, um, here's how I think it works. So they give... um. When they signed Matt Ryan to whatever deal he was on, they had incentives for him. Like, if you pass for this many yards, you'll get this much, um, sorry, Cap, um, this much money. And, like, if you sign with us and for every year you play, we'll give you this more money. But when um, a player leaves, they still need to pay um, that player for their signing bonus. And that's called dead cap. That's what that's happening with Drew Brees right now. Yeah, I think, yeah. And, um... So they decided that, not they decided, they would not decide this, that they are $40 million in dead cap right now. So that's what they owe to Matt Ryan, which is a huge toll on a rebuilding team. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just uh, keep a quarterback at that point. If you've got a falling off quarterback, you're in a rebuild, you have no expectation of winning games. You In that situation, you wouldn't start your rebuild with the quarterback. You would rebuild the team around the quarterback and then most likely have another quarterback behind him. 
Yeah. So today, um, let's get on to the what if, which uh, from the introduction is uh, what if Robert Griffin the third uh, never got hurt. All right. So the timeline of RG three, what uh college is he coming out of? So in the twenty um twelve draft, which was a really good quarterback class, uh, it had uh stars like uh Andrew Luck, um, Ryan Tannehill, Stephon Gilmore, Luke Kuechly, Fletcher Cox. Um, and, uh, even the greatest kicker of all time, Justin Tucker. Oh, so he gets drafted onto the Redskins. Yes, uh, he has, that's what year? Um, 2012. That's 2012. He, he shows up. He's, uh, this, maybe, I'm not sure if he'd be as good as, like, the uh, Cam Newton or Michael Vick. But he has legs, and he can run. And uh, coming out of Baylor, he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, and he was a really good quarterback. Like, he could have gone number one overall. Um, I think he probably still would have ended up in the same situation because we see where Andrew Luck is now. And he, he's just been decimated with injuries. Same with RG3. Yeah, And then you see RG3 2013 season. He... Stairs his ACL. Yes. He tears, I'm just looking on the Google. Torn right ACL, LCL, and meniscus. Yeah, it was a brutal injury, and actually it was a Haloti Nada for the Ravens. Yeah. So then, what what year did RG3... Did RG3 come to any teams before he came to the Ravens? Oh, yes. He was on a couple teams before the Ravens. And actually, um, he was the... He comes to uh, the team that hurt him. Yeah. Um, oh, he was on the Browns for a year before joining the Ravens. And he was actually the NFL Offensive Rookie in the Year. And that's, what, like, the big thing we're talking about. Like, he had so much promise. And just the fact that he got injured and um, and, and never amounted to anything was just, it's kind of disappointing. But, I mean, it's also injury's fault. But Yeah, and that, that, in my opinion, is what I'm scared about Lamar Jackson. One injury. If you're putting yourself that much out there as a quarterback, you're kind of prone to that injury. But... It's been, what, like three years, two years, and uh, he hasn't, the uh, closest he gotten was like a concussion, right? Oh, Lamar, yes. So, I mean, that's not really, uh, it's, that's not horrible, that's not horrible. I know he'll be back this year. Hey, well, I think he's going to be better than ever, and, um, but now back to RG3, uh, so he joined the Ravens in 2018, was a backup for three seasons. He was in that uh that really good uh 2019 Ravens yeah. squad. Yeah, he was their backup. Um, but I think the last game he ever played, it went uh it went Lamar Jackson, RG three, and then Trace McSorley. And of course, there was the COVID game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the so-called undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, who would end up losing to the uh the football team. So, and then lose, and then lose, and then lose, and then lose, and then lose again. Yeah. And then make the playoffs and lose. <laughs> to the Cleveland Browns. Anyway, um, that I think that was his last game he ever played. I, yeah, that seems right because his last year is twenty twenty two. He was he was released by the Ravens. Not twenty twenty two. Sorry, twenty twenty. And um, of course he he didn't play well that game. Um, I believe he got injured again. 
You got injured, and then uh, Trace the, the goat Trace McSorley had to come in. Uh, through that beautiful pass to Hollywood Brown. Where Hollywood did absolutely everything. <laughs> and he threw a good pass, but Hollywood outran. It, was, it wasn't even that good of a pass, honestly. It was more towards the sideline when it needed to be inside. You don't want to throw, run it, throw it too inside, because uh, that's how you get a player, especially like Hollywood, who's like not the biggest dude. Yeah. Injured. So... So RG three had so much promise, but let, let let's go back and take a look at his injury. Um, so he's coming off uh his offense rookie of the year, a Pro Bowl, an All Rookie team, and the year before that in college. Here's what his accolades were like: he won the Heisman Trophy, the O'Brien Award, which I believe is the quarterback award, the Manning Award, the AP Player of the Year, the Sporting News Player of the Year, the Consensus All American, Big Twelve Offensive Player of the Year, first thing. All- Team All Big Twelve and Big Twelve Offensive Freshman of the Year in two thousand and eight. So this is a guy. I mean, oh, sorry. And like, he, this is before Cam Newton, before he really revolutionized like throwing and passing. But after Michael Vick, who um, who was good in his or re, not good. I mean, amazing in his running, but he's okay at throwing. And Griffin looked like the guy that um, would be the next Vick who could throw. Oh, I see what it was, yeah. That was, um, he was, like, swept under by the legs, and then big man, Haloti Nada, like, dropped on top of him. So he's just throwing his body out there, especially against a defense like the Ravens at the time. Yeah, definitely so. And in, actually, talking about the playoff game, um, in his first season, his rookie season, he led the Redskins to a 10-6 uh, and six record, first in the NFC East, which, uh, I mean, it's not that hard of a division to win, especially now, but uh, yeah. But on that team, um, they had Robert Griffin III, uh, Daryl Young, Alfred Morris, Pierce Garçon, uh, Trent Williams, who uh, the Redskins actually really treated horribly, um, and is now one of the best linemen in the league. And the Redskins are just a, a dumpster fire organization right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, London Fletcher, D'Angelo Hall. Um, I mean, that was a team. It was good, but, I mean, it wasn't great. And the fact that he was able to take that the first in the division shows how good of, um, good of a quarterback he was. And then fast forward to next season, 3-13-0. You definitely see how that, uh, how he affected the Seahawks. Yeah, and did he return to he re, he went to the Seahawks is that what you're saying uh did I say Seahawks I meant Redskins sorry oh. did he return to the Redskins after his injury uh yeah he was with the Redskins up until 2015 and then he was uh he just wasn't playing good afterwards did he have any uh, other injuries after that I think he was injured a, a few times but uh I mean he was just never the same after that ACL tear oh but, like, what if that never happened? Like, what if he wasn't injury-prone or Haloti Nada never, like, twist? I don't know how to say it, but, like, you, well, you right. see it was, it smacked him in the leg in the end. Yeah. You, you see he's, uh, what am I trying to say? You see other quarterbacks like him, like Lamar Jackson never won a Super Bowl. Mike Vick, he never won a Super Bowl. Yep. There's, uh, there's always that chance that, he would have such great seasons, great season after great season, and just never go anywhere with it, and just end up retiring. 
I mean, he went from uh, 20 touchdowns and five interceptions his rookie year to uh, uh, 16 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And, and like that, it, it just such really affected his play. Um, so if he continues to go on, uh, I think there's he a... had a relatively the same team. Ron Kerrigan, London Fletcher, uh, Brian Rackpo, D- D'Angelo Hall. And what were some of his, like, units at the time? Like, that was... Did he have a great passing uh, passing team or passing game? I Not really. Uh, Pierre, Pierre Garçon was, was a good receiver. Um, other than that... Um, so, if... No. If he got... Oh. So, RG3, would he have been the next generation Michael Vick? He he would have, definitely. He would have been, like, a really, really, really good player. But it's just, it just comes down to the fact on, is he going to actually do anything with this talent? Yeah, I mean, and you see, like... And we really, in the NFL, we haven't seen a dominant scrambling quarterback since, like, Cam Newton, who really wasn't that big of a scrambling quarterback. And, um, like, you see, uh... Like part of it's our like three like he was injury prone um most likely same thing with Andrew Luck but also it's the Redskins, um I believe RG three is about to publish a book, um just like kind of defrauding the Redskins like, um saying look look what they were. Like they they did some really bad things which we all know they did but he's about to bring it to a whole new light, so like even if he's drafted to the Colts, he has probably a better career. And do uh, you think he would have revolutionized the um, the phrase double threat? Yeah, dual threat. Dual threat. Definitely. Um, and he had the arm talent. He had the legs. And, and now we see guys today that, like, most of these guys are dual threats in a way. We see Lamar, um, Wilson, like all these up-and-coming quarterbacks. Like, they have to be all this athletic or they don't have to. Not, no one's gonna be as fast as Lamar Jackson or as versatile. And it's really, it's, it's uh, it's just this day and age. Your quarterback needs to be able to run. And you see, even Josh Allen, he has an insane Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. They have really, really good arms, but they can use their legs too. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Peyton Manning or Tom Brady where they they get out the pocket and they're just kind of, if they were, they can't scramble. Scrambling isn't an option for, or was that for that those quarterbacks? Definitely. Uh, and Robert Griffin, the next season, uh, would play seven games. This team would go fourth, but in 2015, uh, he would be replaced by Kirk Cousins, who led them to a nine and seven record, first in the East, where they would lose the wild card. But it just took that one quarterback to ch- change the game or change the team, and um. They still had Pierre Garçon, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Trent Williams, Morgan Moses, the new Raven, Brandon Sheriff. Yep. So it's just this injury just ruins his career. What do you think? Say injuries wiped out, does he or does he not win a Super Bowl? Well, I don't think he can win a Super Bowl on the Redskins. But um, and I think if he was good, like if he kept going from his rookie of the year, and played like that, he would have gotten better most likely. Um, he he would have been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I don't think he stays on the. Uh, sorry, uh, I don't think. I don't think he stays on 
the Redskins just have had like this mis- mistreatment. So he probably would have gone to a contender or one uh, team that was just one quarterback away. And he could have won a Super Bowl. Like, he just needed to wait a few years, like, just not get injured. Because um, that Kirk Cousins team that they went, um, what was it, 9-7 uh, and seven and was first in the division, they had, um, like, they had some good weapons on offense. Uh, Trent Williams, uh, Brent Sheriff, Moses, like, that's a good offensive line that, like, might not get him hurt. Uh, Sean Jackson and Pierre Garçon were good um, or good receivers. And Kirk Cousins is not the quarterback that uh, RG3 could have been. Yeah. And in that in that season, I bet we all wanted, like, a, if he didn't get injured, it would have been, like, a Hollywood ending. But I just don't think he would have went anywhere. I think he would have. He, he personally, he would have played great. But the team around him just wouldn't have been able to hold up. Uh, maybe he could have made that um, team better. Maybe they're actually winning. They don't get into like these scandals. That and and it, after twenty fifteen, he went to the uh, Browns. What, what did he do with? I don't think he did much with the Browns. Went to the Ravens. And just that's where he ended his career, and is now commentating. Uh. Like, just, if you keep going, like, down with the Redskins, uh, like, they keep having these on-and-off seasons. Like, one season, they're really good. The next season, they're they're just back to being yeah, the Redskins. If that team, that team could be so good with the division they're in. They, uh, they do not have that much competition. Their division is just not good. It's not, no other team except for the Redkins, Redskins, can make it into a uh, wild card spot at like what like uh, I don't I don't remember what they were uh, like a year ago but there was like almost like an even uh, even season it's like a seven and seven season or something and they would have uh, that's not accurate at all but they could have made the they made the playoffs with like that low of a season and so say like RG three still playing today um, and like he's playing like this was what. He's drafted in twelve. This would be his tenth season. And quarterbacks don't really fall off like good quarterbacks until like their fifteenth. And we're like we're not we're saying that he doesn't have injuries. That um, I he would be on this team, the Reds, the football team now. But new next year coming to the Commanders, and they have a really good defense. Uh, they were really just a quarterback away. Um, I don't think RG three would have lasted that long. You don't think so. He, he he was in his 30s when he was retiring, and he was on the Ravens, and he was showing nothing. I don't think that was the injury. I think he partially fell off. I think he would have had a... Uh, after his prime was over, after his, what, like maybe five-year prime, because I think he would have been good for that long, but I don't think he would have been able to uh, go anywhere after that. I think he would have just ended up a backup like he is now, or now, now he was when he retired. And they do have some good um players now. They have that really good um really good uh defense, uh with the with their amazing off uh, defensive line, um Darren Payne, uh, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, who uh, tours ACL this year, Montez Sweat, like that's one of the best offensive lines. And uh, I mean their cornerbacks and defense backs aren't great, and but he has a good receiving core with them. 
Antonio Gibson as a running back, Jared Patterson, um, running back, uh, Tarek McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, um, two very young receivers that are really good. So I think he still may have had a little success on this year, like this Redskins team. But um, I think after that, I think you're right. He's done. Yeah, I think if he was, if he can manage to extend his prime into this, this current uh, Washington team, I think he would have succeeded a ton. But that's not what we're seeing. I don't think he would have lasted that long in uh, in Washington. Look, I mean, injuries are part of the reason he fell off, of course. But, I mean, yeah, um, I think part of it is him also. But, like, when you're injured and realize you're a backup, there's, like, you lose all that confidence. And in most sports, confidence is the most important thing to have. Um, like, we run track, for example, and... um. Like, all you need is one good run. Like, when I ran my time trial, I ran a good, um, I ran a good time, um, succeeding my expectations, and, um, I I felt really confident coming in the next day, because I felt like, um, I could run, like, I was a good runner. I started being excited to go to practice. So, it's just all about, um, having that confidence to play the game. Yeah. All right. Uh, closing thoughts. So RJ three, uh, he still he still has a good life. He was an NFL player, former Heisman Trophy winner, one of the best college players um there was, and uh, now he's commentating. He still gets to be around the game of football. Um, just unfortunately for him, just injuries derailed his career into a like what if Super Bowl maybe or. I think I again I think he leaves the uh, Redskins. Uh, Frankie, you disagree with me, but uh. I mean, that's that's the point of this podcast just like debating debating with each other uh what we think would happen to one player or another um but i think but in my opinion i think he goes to another team and starts and wins a super bowl um what are your closing thoughts i just think it uh sucks to see what happened to him it's probably very painful no pro- not probably definitely was but it's just sad to see that much talent just go to waste. Uh, yeah, I think that is it. Yeah. All right, that's all from us today. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about what if Rodgers went to the 49ers. See you. If you get a copper mine for sponsoring this episode, check them out at www.gocoppermine.com. Thanks to them, you can listen to us wherever you listen.